Alright, so hello everyone and welcome back to Family Fiction with just Hallie this week. Um, we are switching things up yet again. So if you listened to last week's episode, um, we said that I was going to be doing a solo episode because Carmen is currently away at the Taylor Swift concert in Nashville. Super jealous, by the way, Carmen, if you're listening to this. Um, yeah, so we are just going to do a solo episode, and I am very, very excited about today's topic because it is something that I personally am very passionate about. So, before we get into that, I am going to just try and stick to the regular programming that we do, and I'm going to give you guys my currently reading. So my currently reading is Realm of Shadows and Flame by B.L. Talley. Now this title you've probably heard before if you've been listening to us for a while. Um, Carmen has recently read this book and so now I'm reading it. So it's kind of a little switcheroo. I actually am using her copy of it and have been looking at some of her annotations and it's quite funny to see what she marked. Um, so yeah, that is my currently reading. Um, Alright, so... Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the topic of today, and the topic is manga, which I am so, so excited about. Um, For those of you who do not know me, um, I am a huge manga lover. Um, I have a whole bookshelf just full of manga. Um, Fun fact, I actually did an inventory of what I have and just counted everything. I have 208 physical manga volumes. Yeah. There's the saying of like, um, oh gosh, what was it? Mm. Oh yeah, manga can be a good thing and a bad thing. Good thing is you get to read stories you love. The bad thing is when you start collecting it, your mo- your wallet will start to cry. And mine has definitely done that. So, all right. So, we're gonna go by a little bit of an outline. Um, Basically, what I'm going to tell you guys is what exactly is manga. Um, I'm going to tell you guys my personal manga journey and talk about the different types of manga, basically breaking it into different demographics. And then to wrap it up, I'm going to be giving you guys some of my own personal manga recommendations if you want to get into manga as well. So let's go ahead and get started. So For those who may or may not know, what exactly is manga? Well, it's very simple. Manga is basically any comic or graphic novel that is produced or published in Japan. So that's very much the gist of it. Um, It's also black and white, like the pages are black and white. Um, So there's not a lot of color unless you decide to color manga panels yourself, which I have seen people do and it's pretty freaking cool if I do say so myself. Now, you might be thinking, oh, well, then it's no different than from a comic book in the U.S. Well, they're kind of similar, but they're also different in so many ways. For example, the biggest difference that I can tell you guys is that the way you read manga. Now, here in America, the way we read books, um, you would normally read left to write. That's always how it's been. However, with manga, they've got it flipped backwards. So you actually read right to left. So to some people, you're pretty much reading the book backwards, which 
can take some getting used to. I know that for a fact. Um, <laughs> when, fun, funny story, when Carmen started getting into manga, she's read a few manga volumes. She told me that she'd get so frustrated because you're basically reading the book backwards. And I'm like, yeah, you are reading the book backwards, but it's really easy the once you get the hang of it. Um, for me, the transition when it came to reading manga, um, I actually started reading it on my phone. So it really was a little bit easier for me to get into manga um, because I read it on my phone. And then once I got physical copies, it was, it was a breeze. Um, so yeah, it does take some getting used to, but once you get the hang of it, it's super easy. Don't let that throw you off of manga. Trust me. Um, another thing that manga does is it will either release weekly or monthly in different magazines. So, in terms of weekly, normally you would have a chapter come out on a certain day every week. Like, for example, Tokyo Revengers came out, like, every Saturday, I believe, with maybe an occasional week break. Um, and My Hero Academia, I believe, came out every Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. But then there's monthly releases, like Attack on Titan was, where it came out, like, every month on a certain date. I don't remember what day it was. Um, or if it even came out on a certain day at all. I think it just came out once a month, just depending on the day. Um, but yeah, those are some examples of that. And in terms of magazines, um, usually the biggest example that I can give you for what type of magazine it would come out in, it would usually come out in a magazine like Shonen Jump, for example. Um, that's a very popular manga magazine. Good, ugh, I can't speak. See, it's so hard without Carmen here, because... She keeps me on track. Um, and, like, let's say if the manga in said magazine gets enough traction, by popularity, I mean, it would eventually be released in tiny volumes that would contain usually about five or six chapters um, pertaining to the overall story. So, like, manga is a story that spans, like, there's, like, little tiny stories set inside these manga volumes that also work with the overall story that happens over so many chapters. Um, and with manga, another thing is the length. Manga can either be really short or it can be really long. Um, a perfect example that I have for this is Haikyuu is a very long series. It has, I believe, over 600 chapters contained in 45 volumes. Yes, you are hearing me correctly. And I have for all 45, and it takes up a whole shelf. Yeah, it's bad. Another great example of this is One Piece. That is a thousand chapters long. And is still going. I believe they're, like, over... I don't know if they've either hit 100 volumes or they're over 100. Yeah. Or they can be really short. Like, um... Oh, gosh. What's a short, what's a short one that I have? I guess I would consider this short on my terms. Um, Erased. I have it in these big, huge volumes that there are, there's only like four volumes, I believe, but I don't remember how many chapters there are. So, but yeah, it really just depends on the story when it starts and when it finishes. That's another good one. 
Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I have for that. Um, now we're going to be getting into my personal journey with manga. So, I started reading manga in high school. That's pretty much when I started. Um, pretty much I started when I was homeschooled <laughs> because no one could judge me for it. Here's the thing. With my generation, if you watched manga, especially back in my, like, fifth or sixth grade middle school days, if you watched manga, watched manga, ugh, if you watched anime or read manga, you were considered a weirdo. Like, you were just considered weird and you were exiled by people. Um, so I didn't really start getting in. I've always had an interest in manga because I've loved to, like, broaden my horizons in terms of reading. Like, for example, I've just now started getting into, like, epic fantasies. So I'm really trying- and so manga was an extension of broadening my reading skills. My computer is so loud. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it's, like, the ventilation has come on and it's super loud. Um, anyways, back to it. Um, so I didn't really start reading manga until- <sighs> I'm gonna ballpark here. Um, I believe my later portion of my freshman year going in- going into the summer of my sophomore year. Um, going into the summer leading to my sophomore year. That's a better way to say it. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was- Basically, when the later portion of my freshman year in January was 2020, which was when the world went to crap and the pandemic hit, and so we were all stuck in our houses, bored out of our minds, and so manga just really started to pique my interest, and I got into it and just fell down the rabbit hole that is manga and anime, so that is very much the story there. Um, in terms of collecting, um, I would say I started collecting my later sophomore year going into my junior year, senior year onward. Sophomore year onwards is, I think, when I started to really collect manga. I believe the first volumes that I ever got of manga was Attack on Titan No Regrets Volumes 1 and 2, which is basically Levi's backstory. Um, yeah, I have quite a thing for Attack on Titan, which I'll get into later. Um, so yeah, and my collection has grown extremely over the years. Um, when I first started collecting manga, just to backtrack a little bit, um, in my room I have my bed, which has a headboard that has a bunch of different like shelves and stuff, that I store little decorative stuff on. And then my bookshelves that I have in my room are for my regular books. So, um, as when my manga collection began to grow, I started running out of room on my headboard. And so I was like, okay, I need to think of something. But luckily for my birthday, I had asked for brand new bookshelves to put in the old playroom where my cat lives and pees all over everything. But that's getting sidetracked here. <clears throat> But once I got those bookshelves built, I moved all my regular books into those bookshelves and my manga got moved onto my bookshelves in my bedroom. And I'm actually 
gonna eventually run out of room because um, I've now reached the bottom shelf on one of my bookshelves. I've not got it fully stocked, but it's it's getting there. Um, I'll eventually have to figure out something, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, but yeah, that's been my journey with manga. Um, I don't regret it in the slightest because um, I have met so many people through my anime through my anime TikToks and have made some friends and it's just even though the anime community and manga community community can be crazy um we really are just we're just a fun group um but yeah that's pretty much all I have for my manga journey um now we're gonna get into the different um demographics of manga so let's say that you want to get into manga but you don't know where to start and that is totally okay i personally had no idea where to start until i got onto anime talk anime tiktok basically and kind of got sort of was pushed into a different direction there are so many different mangas out there that have so many genres and subgenres and even heck sub sub genres so it can be a little overwhelming and a little intimidating so basically what i'm gonna do is i'm basically gonna take all these different stories and i wish you could see me right now because i'm waving my hands around like an idiot um basically take all of these manga stories and divide them into basically five main categories so before i get into that let's just say if you're a certain age you don't have to stick to just one demographic you can jump around like i know uh i know some people some girls who read manga that is targeted more towards boys and the opposite so it really just depends on your taste what you're looking for what you want to read and just what catches your attention so that's basically what i'm going to be doing so the first main category that i have this category is more popular um there's lots of more mangas that i would say go under this category and that is shonen just before we even get into this, if I say some of these category names wrong, I apologize. Um, but yeah, anyways, shonen. Um, shonen is more popular. You usually see sometimes more of shonen across TikTok, Instagram. You usually see more of it. Um, there's lots of shonen stories. Basically, shonen is targeted or marketed more towards tween and teen boys. So some things that you would usually see inside of shonen would be lots of action adventure a coming of age story friendship um usually has a male protagonist um on the front cover and yeah that's basically what shonen is it is a very 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 popular demographic i will say that for myself um some examples of shonen that i can give you guys would be 
Naruto is a great example. Everybody knows what Naruto is. And if you say, oh, I don't know Naruto, you're lying to yourself. Just, just stop lying. Everybody knows Naruto. Um, that's a great example. It's very popular. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist is another great example. Um, some people may or may not know about Full Metal Alchemist, but it is a perfect example. Um, My Hero Academia is another great example. Um, My Hero Academia is super, super popular, um, especially now. Uh, Demon Slayer is another good one. Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, as I'm listing these off, I'm looking at my shelf. Uh, Tokyo Revengers I would consider a shonen. Uh, Haikyuu I would definitely consider a shonen. But yeah, there's so many, so many options out there. Um, jumping down to number two, we have shoujo. Now, shoujo is the opposite of shonen. It is targeted more towards tween and teen girls. So you're probably thinking, uh, what's the difference? Well, you're, you can probably guess it, but basically shoujo mangas tend to have a little more romance, drama, coming of age. Basically shoujo is what I would consider slice of life, like just everyday stuff in the real world. Well, in their real world, not ours, but, um, usually has a female protagonist majority of the time. Any shoujo manga that I've read usually has a female protagonist who usually winds up in a either a relationship or they wind up in a love triangle from I just throwing that out there. Um some examples of shoujo that I can give you guys would be um Sailor Moon is an extremely popular shoujo. I know that for a fact. Um Sailor Moon is everywhere. It has inspired lots of different things. Um, I believe, someone may correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe Sailor Moon plays a little part in Throne of Glass in any of, in some of Sarah J. Moss's books. So there's a fun fact for you, I believe, if that's even correct. So, um, another example would be Fruits Basket. This is a manga and anime that is very near and dear to my heart. I love Fruits Basket. I love the reboot anime. Not the original. I love the reboot anime. It is so good. Please watch Fruits Basket. It is hilarious. Um, and then Yona the Dawn is another one that I would consider a shoujo. I personally have not read Yona the Dawn, but I know a lot of people have. And it is has a female protagonist. It has some romance. It has some drama. But it also has action and adventure because it is a fantasy series so you can have shoujo mangas that have fantasy elements in them um for example snow white with the red hair a personal series of mine that i love is a shoujo it has a love story but it also has some action and adventure in it especially in these recent chapters that i've read so yeah that is pretty much what shoujo is now number three that we're gonna get into Sorry, I'm having to drink lots of water. When you're talking so much, you require more water. Um, <laughs> uh, the next one is going to be Sinan, or however you say it. Now, we're going to jump up a little bit from Shonen and Shoujo. We're going to go up an age. So, 
Signing is usually targeted more towards adult men, which would be, in my consideration, 18 and up. So, these usually have, with sign-in, which is targeted more towards males, it usually has a little bit more of adult themes. For example, it usually has a lot more violence, gore, maybe some bad language here and there. Um, basically just a little more violent. Um, very mature. That's how I would say it. Um, the only example I could think of that I believe would fall under sign-in would be Berserk. I personally have never read Berserk, but I know that it is really popular and has inspired a lot of different things. Um, yeah, there's not a lot I can say about sign-in and Berserk. I, I believe the person who wrote Berserk died recently. Like, by recently, I mean, like, in the last year or so. Um, but yeah, Berserk, I would say that. Um, there is another one, but I don't know if I would consider it Shonen or if I would consider it Sinon because it's violent. Vinland Saga, um, it has a male protagonist, but he is younger and, but it does have a lot of violence and mature stuff, so... Let me know, guys, um, if you've heard of Vinland Saga, do you think it is sign-in, or do you think it's shonen? Who knows? Um, see, there are sometimes, I don't know what just, I don't know what just fell, but, yeah, that's pretty much, I don't know. Let me know about Vinland Saga. Would you consider it sign-in or shonen? Who knows? Um, the next one that I'm going to talk about is Jose. Now, this is the opposite of sign-in. It is targeted more towards adult women. Now, this one, you would think it has more adult themes. It does, but these adult themes are more or less on the more romantic side. There's lots of steamy stuff that goes on in um, Jose, I believe. The only example I can give you for this would be Paradise Kiss. Um, I personally have never read Paradise Kiss, and I personally have never jumped into the Jose category. Um, I'm typically your shonen shoujo girl, so... If you Shonen Shoujo, I can talk all day about it. I can give you all sorts of recommendations. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for something that's a little more mature, that's a little more adultish, I would definitely go more towards um, the Sinan and Jose categories. Now, the final category that I'm going to talk about is, this is a long one, so if I pronounce it wrong, I'm sorry, is Kodomomuke. Or Kodomomuke. Momuke. I sound like I'm saying mom, I'm okay. But anyways, uh, this final one is, we're gonna just, we're kind of, gonna kind of backtrack a little bit. Now, this one is more targeted towards young children. In my opinion, young children would be 10 and under or 12 and under. That's what I would, 10 to 12 and, uh, sound like I'm having, I'm glitching. <laughs> um... I would say 10 and under would be would be for young children. Um, now, these types of mangas are usually more cute. They're a little bit more fun, lighthearted. They can be funny um, without being too much of rude humor. Uh, actually, no rude humor. Excuse me. Um, a great example that I can give you for this is something that everybody knows and that everybody loves, and that is Pokemon. Who doesn't love Pikachu? So... Yeah, if you want an idea into what Kodomomuke is, 
is, I swear I don't know if I'm saying that right, would be Pokemon, which everybody loves Pokemon. So, basically, those are the five main demographics. I'm sure there are more, but those are typically the five main ones that people sometimes know about. Shonen and Shoujo more, they know about that more than the others three, but those are usually what I would consider to be the main demographics. So, with that being said, now that I've talked about the main demographics, I'm going to give some of you guys, to wrap this up, um, some personal manga recommendations of my- I feel like this episode is going to be very short because it's just me talking. Um, <laughs> uh, trust me, when Carmen comes back, these episodes will be longer. I swear. Anytime I record a podcast by myself, I feel like it's like almost like 15 minutes because there's not a lot of discussion going on. With Carmen and I, there's usually lots of discussion back and forth, sometimes going sideways into rants and tangents. If you listen to last week's episode, you'll know what we're talking about. Um, we went on a huge Hunger Games rant regarding Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and the movie. And we talked about like how that was the, the best booked movie adaptation and then we somehow got off on a Harry Potter rant talking about the new reboot, which I'm not going to get back, not going to reopen that can of worms. Um, if you want a Harry Potter episode where we talk about that, let us know because we will do it. Um, anyways, back to manga recommendations. So let's say you want to get into manga, but you don't know where to start, which trust me again, I've been there. I understand. So I'm basically going to give you guys a few of my personal manga recommendations if you're getting into manga or if you want something new to read, if you haven't read it already. Um, some of these you, you might have read already. But anyways, this first one that I'm going to talk about is something that I would consider a beginner's manga. If you're just dipping your toes into manga and you don't know where to start, um, I would definitely recommend... Um, Spy Family. It is a great beginner's manga. Um, I would consider it a great beginner's manga. Um, fun fact, when Carmen was starting to get into manga somewhat, I started her off on Spy Family and she loved it. So, to, it's cute, it's funny, it's got a good story. Um, with these, I'm going to try and give you guys some of the, the summary for Spy Family. So, we, we follow the story of a young man named Lloyd who goes by Twilight. He's the best spy in the country. And he gets assigned this mission to basically infiltrate a elite private boarding school. But in order to do that, he needs to have a family. So he needs to have a wife and a kid. So he goes to an orphanage and he adopts a little girl by the name of Anya, who is super cute, by the way. Um... And he adopts her, but what he doesn't realize is that this child is not ordinary. She is a telepath, and she can basically read what everybody says, thinks, and but basically she knows what everybody says. And she finds out he's a spy, but she doesn't realize. <coughs> excuse me, he doesn't realize that she knows he's a spy. That's a that sounded very confusing. But anyways, fast forward. He runs into this woman by the name of Yor, and she is in need of a cover, and he is in need of a 
of a wife, I put that in parentheses, or quotes, excuse me, um, and basically they agree to be fake married to each other, but what Lloyd doesn't realize, and what Yor doesn't realize, is that Lloyd does not realize that Yor is actually a deadly assassin, and Yor does not realize that Lloyd is a spy. And what makes it even funnier is that Anya knows all of this. She knows it all. And that just makes the dynamic between them so funny. And so basically they have to make this family dynamic work in order for the mission to go well. Eventually along the lines they get a dog that's like there's something up with it. I don't remember what it is. But anyways, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of Spy Family. It's cute, it's fun, it's lighthearted, somewhat. Um, the next one that I'm going to give you, this one is more on the darker side, if you want to get a dark manga. Um, Hell's Paradise is a great one. Um, if you want the summary on that, well, I'll just go ahead and explain it to you. Basically, we follow the story of a young man named Gabimaru who is the deadliest ninja in his village. Long story short, he gets betrayed and is sent to prison, and eventually he gets a deal. He can go free if he goes to an island to retrieve this elixir of life that will make the Shogun immortal. But this island is no ordinary island as there's a bunch of different monsters, creatures, all this. It's, it's a creepy island and whoever goes to the island never returns. So he has to, it's a race against the clock to find this elixir before any other criminal does and before he dies. So... That's a good dark manga. I think the anime adaptation recently started, so give it a watch. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen's another good one. It's really popular right now. Basically, long story short, we follow the story of a young man named Itadori who starts out as a normal guy, but then winds up being the vessel for the King of Curses. So there's a lot more into, into that, but I'm not going to get into it right now. Um, Attack on Titan, I will always recommend Attack on Titan to anybody. Um, it was the first manga I ever read, the first anime I ever watched, it was the first series I ever collected in its entirety. I have read it I don't know how many times. Um, Isayama is a genius, so please go read it. I am very biased when it comes to Attack on Titan. Please go read it, it makes me happy. Um, My Hero Academia is a good one. Um, it's very popular right now. Um, this is a superhero story. Um, I don't really know how to explain My Hero Academia without giving stuff away. Um, I'm not going to. Basically, it's about superheroes. That's all I'm going to say. High Q is really good. Um, it is about volleyball. Um, if you like volleyball, if you like, if you want a good sports manga, start out with High Q. Um, Blue Lock, I hear, is really good. I've personally not read it, but it's about soccer. Um, <clears throat> excuse me it's just about soccer the manga is really good from what I hear I personally have not read it but I'm going to um so I'll just go ahead and recommend it um the final one that I'm gonna talk about is one that I would consider to be underrated nobody talks about it and it makes me sad and that is Moriarty the Patriot this is such an underrated manga and anime I don't know why people don't watch this more often. Um, basically, if you like mystery, if you like crime, if you like detective work, if you like Sherlock Holmes, basically, you need to read this manga because this is basically a Sherlock Holmes story 
told from William Moriarty's perspective, and for those who are not Sherlock nerds, Moriarty is basically Sherlock's arch nemesis. It's his biggest rival because they're so alike. Um, but yeah, Moriarty the Patriot is such a good manga. It has such a great anime adaptation. I'll never forget when I was just scrolling through Funimation one night and I was like, Moriarty the Patriot, that sounds good. I started watching it and have never been the same. My cat is currently scratching at the door. Anyways, um, those are pretty much the manga recommendations that I have. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for you guys. I know I feel like I talked 90 miles a minute, but I didn't because I'm looking at the time right now. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, As usual, you guys know the drill. Be sure to follow us on our socials on Instagram and TikTok at Family Fiction Podcast. Um, Oh my gosh. My cat is scratching at the door begging to be let in. Anyways, I'm going to wrap this up before I let her in. Anyways, be sure to follow us on our socials at Family Fiction Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. As usual, our personal socials, I believe, will be linked down below. Um, Be sure to give this a like, and if you have any questions regarding manga or just have a discussion you want to start, please comment it somewhere, and we will definitely get to that. Um, Be sure to rate us five stars, um, if you can. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for listening to me ramble on and on about manga. I'm sure you guys probably wanted me to shut up at some point. Um, But yeah, be sure to tune in to the next episode where Carmen Cousin slash co-host will be back. And we will be doing a video regarding Realm of Shadows and Flame. So... Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And... I will see you guys with Carmen next week. Bye-bye.